Come over here, kid. Learn something. You never know. You might have to cook for 20 guys someday. You see? You start out with a little bit of oil. Then you fry some garlic. Then you throw in some tomatoes, some tomato paste. You fry it. You make sure it doesn't stick. You got it to a boil. You shove in all your sausage and your meatballs. Huh? And a little bit of wine. A little bit of sugar, and that's my trick. Why don't you cut the crap? I got more important things for you to do. Never take sides with anyone against the family again. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. I want to make them an offer they can't refuse. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, boys and girls, girls, please welcome the one and only, only, the, the, the hottest DJ in the game, DJ Brooklyn Mike. Are you ready? In 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1, 1. Well, hello, this is Brooklyn Mike. You are now tuning in to TBMSRadio.com. Welcome on this Sunday, having Sunday dinner with Brooklyn Mike. You know we have a great show today. We have a really awesome show. I am sitting here at the home of Patty and Ray Cingolini, former boxer and uh, author of a book, The Second Impact, The Ray Cingolini Story. Big surprise is that uh, not only is Ray going to be on our show this morning, but Ray is actually going to host and co-host the show this morning with Brooklyn Mike. We are sitting here and uh, looking at a beautiful view of uh, Seneca Lake on the east side of the lake. Uh, beautiful, beautiful view. And uh, sorry about last weekend. We uh, unfortunately weren't able, because of the weather, uh, get a good connection. But we are on location, and we are. it is like summer here today. 32 degrees, and we are just having a good time. Just watching the uh, the water, and uh, Ray is going to be sitting across from me doing uh, the Brooklyn Mike show with me. Right now, playing in the background, Manavani Karamia. That's a great song. It's actually uh, Ray Cingolini's niece. Her name is Cara. Cara. And in Italian, you call it Karamia. So, Patty's brother, love this song so much. And, of course, we're going to play the actual song a little bit later. But... Uh, He's got a daughter now called Kara. Kara Mia. We got a great message uh, today. It's all about uh, CTE and second impacts of concussion awareness. Ray has been an awesome, awesome advocate for uh, the uh, concussion awareness and uh, also got to bring some good laws in place for people who... Uh, have, a con- have a concussion that they have to restrain from being playing again on whatever sport they're, they're playing with 
until they are cleared from their doctors to return to the sport. Which is something uh, we were at the championships for cheerleading yesterday, the Greater Rochester Championship. And uh, we'll tell you about a story that happened yesterday that uh, if it wasn't for Ray, she would have been seriously injured. This is Brooklyn Mike on TBMSRadio.com. So tell your family and friends we are on. If you miss any part of the show, come back at 5 o'clock. We're going to air this show all over again. Now here is, we're going to open up with one of Ray's famous Italian songs. Ah, Rags to Riches, Tony Bennett. And we had Frank Sinatra before that, The Way You Look Tonight. Rags to Riches. You know, uh, riches is uh, far beyond material items. Uh, I think riches happens when you uh, make good friends. And uh, I'll tell you, I've had an experience this month that I I made a good friend and a a good bison. And uh, he's joining us right now. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I have something here. This is former boxer Ray Ciangolini. Read about my story in my book, Second Impact, The Ray Ciangolini Story, available on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble. And you are listening to The Brooklyn White Show. Ah, uh, that's Ray Ciangolini. And a uh, former boxer, he has a book out called Second Impact. That's the uh, Ray Cingolini story. And I am here at his home with uh, his wonderful wife, Patty. And we are, uh, Ray's going to be co-hosting the show with me this morning. Ray, good morning. How are you? Well, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Uh, Brooklyn Mike, that is. <laughs> I, uh, this is beyond words for me. I am very thankful to... Uh, a friend that, a longtime friend since grammar school, uh, introduced me to you, uh, Ted. Ted, just yeah. Been, it's been huge meeting you. And, and I'll tell you now, every successful boxer knows the importance of having knowledgeable and dedicated uh, staff work their corner. Well, um, the great Muhammad Ali uh, was guided by legendary trainers Angelo Dundee and Bundini Brown. But I'll tell you what, uh, having you in my corner doesn't get any better than that. Ray, Thank you, Mike. I'm going to be in your corner from now until the end of time. I, you always uh, have a good friend in me and somebody who is loyal and dedicated. So uh, it, it, it's been a, a blessing to me, and I've learned so much from you in just a short time we've met that uh, I'm happy and proud to be uh, by by your side and in your corner. That's, thank you for those kind words. It's that's pretty humbling. <laughs> well, we love you, Ray. We love you all over Geneva, and uh, and uh, you've been special to me. So uh, we are so happy to have you on our show. And not only have you on our show, but you're here co-hosting the show with me. It's a first for me. <laughs> so we're going to have some fun. <laughs> we'll see fun. how it turns out. We're going to have some fun. We have some, uh, as a matter of fact, if uh, everyone uh, just joins us, um, like us on Facebook. Uh, go. Ray has a uh, Facebook page, uh, Second Impact. Uh, check him out on Second Impact on Facebook. And also the Brooklyn Mike Show. Uh, if you get um, connected on the Brooklyn Mike Show Facebook page, we will also have some pictures that we will be posting from uh, this morning's uh, telecast. So we are, and by the way, um, 
Ray, we are transmitting all over the world. And uh, as a matter of fact, I'm just going to uh, I'm just going to mention um, a couple of places that that right now, um, uh, Maryland, Elk Ridge, Maryland, Geneva, of course, Geneva. We have a lot of Genevians uh, uh, tuning in uh, Romulus, uh, Canadagua, Wilmington, Delaware, uh, Florida. And uh, we have people even in other parts of the country. Uh, we have Italy tuning in. And not only is Italy tuning in, but we also have uh, the Kalia Egypt tuning in right now. And I believe this gentleman out there in Egypt, his name is Stephen, and he's tuning in to the Brooklyn Mike Show. And it's uh, this is a great show today, uh, having you here and uh, people all around the world just tuning in and, and listening in to the, the show. And, uh, and, and as a matter of fact, people are actually... Um, texting me as we're we're doing the show here and and uh we're gonna be talking about that as well um just one quick thing about um uh, uh th- those that are listening in canada where i was at a uh a championship cheerleading championship yesterday and a young lady um who got injured yesterday had a a massive hit in her head uh during one of the tumbling uh activities during her uh uh cheerleading competition and uh i had heard that she had a first impact of um um concussion she had a concussion she had an injury to her neck and uh, she had a second one but she wasn't able to return until she was cleared by the doctors and that's something that you did here in the state of new york you were very instrumental in passing that law that uh people cannot get back to the sport unless they're cleared by their doctors and that's uh, a lot of it is, it is in your book. Well, thank you, um, Mike. Uh, but uh, who was really instrumental behind us was Senator Kemp Hannon yep. and Senator Mike Mazzolio, and they, they really put, uh, put that forward, and it was a unanimous uh, vote, and, but both if, sides of the aisle. But if it wasn't for you, Ray, it, 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 you know, that's something that happened in your life that that you were instrumental in moving forward to getting that law passed, and and that was that was absolutely phenomenal. And uh, that young lady, if she had returned to the sport of cheerleading uh, before her doctors had cleared her, she would have had a second impact, which is what you had. Uh, yes, it, uh, at that time we didn't understand what it was. Right. But now we do, so... Uh, and thank you to you for that. And unfortunately, unfortunately, that you're protecting and helping others. Um, now you have this book, uh, Second Impact, uh, the, the Ray Cingolini story, and I, and I read it from cover to cover, and I'll tell you, I love the book, and I think it should be in every single school out there, and, and uh, every uh, child, adult, or anybody getting into um, the, any kind of sport that uh, involves any kind of impact, I think should read that book. Well, I had uh, many years to ponder what went wrong, and it always came down to education. Right. And um, I can't thank Andy Siegel enough. Uh, He was the author of the book. I met him uh, when I spoke in Albany at a Brain Injury Association event, and uh, he came up and said, this message needs to be heard and uh we proceeded to writing the book and i 
I couldn't be more grateful to him. It was well written, and um, it's easy write, easy reading, and it's uh, like I said, it, it, you can read the book in all in in, in a day or two, and uh, the book is absolutely fantastic. We, uh, if you're interested in getting the book out there, um, uh, just go on Ray Cingolini's, uh, uh webpage, uh, thesecondimpact.com. And you can uh, you can actually uh, get a hold of the book and purchase the book from from Amazon or Barnes and Noble, and uh, it's a great book and and I I loved it because I've only lived in uh, Brooklyn. Mike has only lived in uh, uh, Geneva for two years, so there's a lot of history in that book that uh, brings me back to wonder where it happened and it started for you at age six. When you uh, were at your grandmother and grandfather's uh, restaurant, the Raymond um, um, Italian restaurant, Raymond's Italian restaurant, right in Geneva, New York. Yeah, that was uh, basically the first Italian restaurant. Um, my grandfather came from Italy at age seventeen. Wow! Uh, and he landed in New York at Ellis Island and uh, worked as a mason in Manhattan. Till he could save up enough money, he wanted to come up in this area and open a restaurant, and he did in 1923 and never looked back. And from age six, when you were at your grandmother and grandfather's restaurant, you uh, became a legend for Geneva, New York. Well, I don't know about a legend. Oh, yeah. But, um, age six, yes. I uh, could remember... It was a Friday night, and uh, they had, uh, every Friday night used to draw a pretty good-sized crowd for the Friday night Gillette um, Razor Friday night fights. And But this one night, there was a line forming out the door, and I saw a little sign my grandmother made, uh, Carmen Vasilio versus Ray Robinson. And uh, that night... The place was packed, and uh, I saw as the crowd roared with every punch that Carmen threw, and the only time they got quiet was when the uh, Utica Club uh, Schultz and Dooley came on. Right. But after that, the roar was on, and uh, after the fight, I was so inspired that I ran in the back room, and I found an old laundry bag, and some dirty linen. So I started stuffing the bag, and I went up. I got on a step stool and hung it on the radiator pipe. And I started going away at the bag, and all of a sudden I looked out of the corner of my eye, and here's my grandmother standing <laughs> there with her hands on her hips. And uh, she says, Raymond? And, you know, when I heard the name Raymond. Uh-oh, you were in trouble. I'm in trouble. Okay. <laughs> so she says, what are you doing? I said, well, Grandma, I'm Carmen Basilio. <laughs> and uh, she says, no, there's only one Carmen Basilio now. Um, you better knock this boxing stuff off. You're going to go to college, and that's that. So now get in the bar room and help your grandfather. She gave me a little swat <laughs> in the behind, and off I went, and it was history after that. Yeah, my mother was a good shot with the slipper. <laughs> oh, the slipper, Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I got it with anything she could get her hands on. <laughs> but you know what? We we turned in, and, and Ray, you, you're a great Bazan. And uh, like I said, it's an honor to be a part of your life and, and to, to be a friend of yours. 
And uh, I don't want to give too much about the book because I would love people to uh, get the book and, and read about it. And uh, that's what got me was, was uh, now the chapters of the book are not chapters, they're rounds. And there's 15 rounds in that book. So it's, a, it's an amazing book because, if, especially if you're from Geneva, you get, to, you get to hear or read about the history in Geneva. And as you grew up throughout the years and the streets you walked and stuff like this and the things that happened to you, people can relate to that in Geneva. And for any, anybody who is not from Geneva, it's a great book to read because it's educational about if, you have, if you're considering going into sports or if you have a child going into sports, that you should read this book about second impacts. Well, the book is not uh, anything glamorous. Uh, it's about a lot of mistakes, and that is the message of the book, uh, that cheating is bad, uh, not being honest is bad, and the only thing you can get from bad things are bad results. Right. All oh, that's uh, the object of the book, and I... From the re, uh, reports I've been getting back, I, I believe it's hitting the mark. It is hitting the mark, and, and uh, I, I loved it. And uh, um, you can't succeed in life if you don't make the mistakes and learn from them. And not only did, did you learn from them, but now you've, been a, you, you've become a huge advocate for others that, that um, were not aware. And if it wasn't for you, uh, a lot of people would not be aware, and a lot more people would have been injured. So uh, you're a hero, and uh, in my book, you're a hero. Thank you, Mike. I I don't consider it that. I, I liken myself to a seatbelt, and a seatbelt is a, a device that saves lives or injury without anybody knowing it. Right. It's just there in place to prevent those things, and... Uh, that's basically it. The only time we hear about a subject of that matter is when somebody is not wearing the seatbelt. Right, but it's it's even nicer to know that 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 seatbelt's name is Ray Cingolini. Oh, my. thank you. Thanks. And uh, and and one of the things I, I mentioned to you, I said, Ray, you know, the, this book needs to be a movie, and uh, oh. I, I really believe uh, in order for the word to get out globally. And as we're doing right now, we're, we're hitting a lot of people around the world right now, uh, being on this show. Um, it's, it's a global message. And if that ever becomes a, 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 a movie, I think it would be awesome. Yeah, well, it sure would, uh, give a great shot in the arm to getting this message out. And, well, it's a dream. I, I, I hope that comes true. I, I, think it, I think it will, and, and I think it's a great storyline. It's, it's a great message, and uh, it, it's a message that really gets out there to help people. And so that message, uh, if it was a movie and uh, we had some good actors like myself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be a good one. Well, we, you know, there's a lot of uh, variables there. We uh, to find somebody to play Patty's part, she'd have to be pretty and smart. Right, right. And, you know, pretty street smart also to handle me. Well, talking about Patty, she she's the only undefeated uh, Cingolini, huh? Yeah, she's the only undefeated one here. I've, <laughs> <laughs> she's never lost a fight. <laughs> she's a beautiful lady. And now you've oh. known Patty uh, since you were a child in grammar school. Yeah, grammar school. Right. And uh, you really didn't get to know Patty until about 
your twenties, twenty four or so. Yes. And uh, um, it was like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Huh? Uh, well, before she, uh, well, I basically got a smile. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> but according to your book, you know, she had a crush on you since uh, since grade school. That's something I didn't realize. Yeah. But I don't think it would have mattered. <laughs> yeah. But the important thing is you wound up with Patty, and uh, and uh, you guys have an awesome life together. You have uh, two children and a, a son and a daughter. Yeah. I And those two children, uh, I couldn't be any more proud of them. I'm sure you are. And But I have to give that credit to Patty because she actually, you know, took care of three kids. Me and the two, <laughs> and so yeah, she's basically responsible for a lot of their mannerisms and uh, their behavior. Right, and she's uh, she's awesome, and uh, we we uh, we uh, are happy. Uh, Lisa and I are so happy to be a, again a part of your lives, and and uh, uh, it's always great to come on over here. And like I said, we have a beautiful view here on the east side of uh, Seneca Lake, and. Uh, we're going to get more into uh, a lot more stuff that you want to talk about, uh, family and uh, uh, doing things the right way growing up. And uh, let's take a break. We're going to do uh, uh, Angelina Zuma Zuma. This one goes out to the G-Town Boys Breakfast Club, which is uh, a, a group of guys that uh, Ted Quinlan started here oh, yeah. in Geneva. So, guys, this one goes out to you. This is former boxer Ray Ciangolini. Read about my story in my book, Second Impact, The Ray Ciangolini Story, available on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble. And you are listening to The Brooklyn Mike Show. Yeah, that's Ray Ciangolini, boxer and uh, from Geneva, New York. We are right here. Here's Ray. How you doing, Ray? Oh, pretty good, um, Mike, but... You know, I have to correct you on one small thing. Okay. Okay. Um, Ted's last name is not, how did you say it? Quinlan. Quinlan. No. That's no. right. It's Quillen. Quillen. That's now, right. Now, let me explain something about that. But you got to understand, I'm from Brooklyn. How you doing? <laughs> well, I figured in that factor, but also, he's uh, half Italian. He's half Italian. Well, you know, we got to rename him. Quilino. 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 That's right. Now we'll, we can, he can show that we'll he's gonna, half Italian, half a Madagascar. That's right. Half a Madagascar, half Italian. Yes. We're, we're going to call him now Ted Quilino. Quilino. But, <laughs> you know, our friendship goes back way to when we were young kids in uh, grammar school at St. Francis de Sales Catholic School. Right. And Teddy was a, a big kid back then. He was one of the biggest kids in the class. He and uh, Eddie DeVallis. So we had, uh, you know, the nuns used to rough you up back then. They, <laughs> that was part of the physicality of the job. So uh, so it was kind of appropriate to be a boxer back then. Well, even then, they'd shake me because I was smaller. <laughs> but when they grabbed those two guys to shake them, it was the nun that shook. <laughs> so, but Teddy was, I guess, his claim to, well, he was notorious for being the best card pitcher. Right. And... Everybody would buy these boxes of baseball cards. Right. And they would pitch them against the wall. Right. And whoever came the closest to the wall 
would win all the cards. I remember that game. We used to play that in Brooklyn. We had a lot of walls in Brooklyn. Yeah, well, we had a famous wall at the church that uh, Father McDonald used to kick us out of <laughs> most of the time because to draw a crowd. And Teddy would draw a crowd. He would take everybody's baseball card. Hey, I wonder if Ted still has those. Well, if he does, he's a, he could be a billionaire because somewhere <laughs> Willie Mays, Mickey Mantle, and the rookie cards are right. the best. But he, one kid was pretty good, but he took it to heart. And Teddy was taking all his cards. He'd run to the store for 25 cents and buy, you know, 50 more cards. <laughs> and sure enough, Teddy'd take those cards from him. <laughs> so, he'd you know. buy 50 cards and he'd go home with 200. <laughs> oh, God. He had it all. Yeah, a great guy. He was a really great guy. Ted, Ted is uh, one of our dedicated listeners every Sunday. And, uh, you know, we, we talk about the reason why we have our show, uh, Ray. And, and, and the reason is, it's dedicated to my parents, and it, it, it brings me back to when I was a kid growing up in that Italian home, kind of like what you did growing up in your mom's home, mom and dad, and also from your grandparents. The Sunday dinners, the family, of being together with family, um, the, 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 uh, the garlic cooking on Sunday morning, waking up and watching uh, the Three Stooges or, <laughs> or watching uh, uh, Abbott and Costello, and I remember mom putting the garlic on the oil and it's sizzling and then the sauce and, and the meatballs and the brajol and all that. And then um, my father, you know, toward the afternoon would start playing all the Italian music that we play here on the air on Sundays and uh, just brought me back. And I said, you know, we're going to do a radio show that's uh, dedicated to them and dedicated to making families like the president. The president has, we're going to make America great again. Well, you know what? We're going to make Sunday's family again. Oh, that, that's uh, very heartfelt for me because I grew up in the same with the same um, type of uh, environment. Right. It's and awesome. Family. You don't. It doesn't get any better than family. Right. And 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 you know that was the the thing that was so important to me on Sundays was the being together with family. And that, you know, and I, I feel it like that right now. You know, we're here. We're we're a familia. A yeah. familia. And, well, you know, my uh, mother's, uh, or my, my wife's mother used to uh, have a Sunday dinner. Right. And, you know, we all looked forward to that, and it kept everybody close enough. Right. But we, we lost her mother here it's, uh, several years back, but Patty's kind of picked up that tradition, and yeah, a lot of Sundays we're here Having eating Sunday because dinner. of that. I don't smell the garlic yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get that garlic going there, Patty. But uh, it's it is it is uh, it's important, and the family being part of family is very important. And that's uh, one of the things that uh, even Ted Quilino and I used to <laughs> we, we talked about. That's uh, uh, family, and uh, uh, and I tell people, you know, if you're sitting there and you're cooking dinner and you're listening to us. Uh, send me a picture. We'll put it on Facebook. And I've gotten all these pictures with Qu uh, Quillen just uh, doing his grandmother's meatballs because oh, his grandmother had a, uh, a restaurant too here in town. And uh, so here he's he's sending me pictures of his meatball and his lasagna. And he goes, you know what? He says, you brought me back to time. He says, I'm, I'm enjoying the show because as I put the music on, I'm, I'm there cooking. So he says, I'm gaining weight ever since your show's been on here. <laughs> Oh, it's well-earned weight. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
And uh, I, I, uh, Ted, I apologize. It's Quillen, and but we're going to rename you to Quilino. Quilino. <laughs> I like it. But uh, one of the things that we talked about being in the Italian home, you starting at age six into the boxing, uh, started with your boxing bag, which was a linen bag, and uh, pizza mitts, and what what kind of barrel? A pickle barrel. A pickle barrel. That's where it all started. Yes, it, it did. My, my grandfather used to sit me on that barrel, and he'd tell me things about using the hands, and he'd say, uh, I'll try to say it in broken English here. He says, uh, you never you never shoot at that right hand unless you set it up with the left. You set it up with the left. <laughs> And so make sure you do that right hand after you set them up with the left. Yeah. And he, he set you set you up there. You stood on that pickle barrel, and you sparred with your grandfather. And that's how it started, yes, age it six. Did. And it was quite hidden because uh, my family was against boxing altogether, right. especially my mother and my uh, grandmother. So my grandfather did a pretty good job of, uh, you know, keeping it hidden. Right. Uh, as far as my father, um, no, he was just, uh, he um, pretty much was not around a lot. Great, great, great father. Right. Don't get me wrong, but he had so many things uh, that kept him away from the Right, home. the family. Yes. But um, it was good. Your grandfather was a big inspiration. And, and uh, unfortunately, um, my parents came here when they were 1959, so it wasn't too long ago. And then I was born in 62. So my uh I never got to meet my father's parents. So uh but my grandfather died about a year before uh I was born, but I heard he was a great man and 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 in in Italian homes the grandparents is very instrumental in in uh when you grow up. And uh uh I know you were very close to your grandfather. Well, he basically was uh one of the big mentors in my life and right. um I did most everything with him. Do you call him Nonno? <laughs> no, it was always Grandpa. You Grandpa? Know, but, uh, yes, a lot of people go with that name. Yeah, Nonno and Nonna. But and I never, ever called him anything but Grandpa. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you learn that respect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, that's uh, one of the things we talked about. In, in Italian, you know, when the, the Grandpa name was Nonno, and the, uh, the grandmother's name was Nonna. So, uh, you know, that was a big respect. And as a matter of fact, um, the, uh, the thing about uh, respect was, uh, and, and people didn't understand this, that when I used to walk into the house, um, I used to kiss my dad, kiss him on the cheek. You know, we hug. And, uh, and when I left, I used to kiss my father. And, uh, you know, people who I used to... Even when we were in public, if we were in public and we met, I used to always kiss my dad. And that was a big tradition, you know, was to make sure that you kissed your, your, your mom and dad when you came home. And uh, we got, I'm hearing bells in the background. Oh, that's a famous <laughs> clock here. <laughs> Sometimes I hear those in my head. But, uh, no. I thought we were getting ready to fight here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, um, you bring up that thing about love. And I can't stress how important it is for a parent or yourself to hug a parent or a very good friend or relative right. and tell them you love them. Right. 
because I never knew what that was. And that that's true because uh, even even us as friends, we come in, we actually hug each other when we see yes. each other, and that's yeah. important. It's a respeto, yeah. respeto, respect. respect. It, um, my father never hugged me, kissed me, or told me he loved me. I, and my mother was always too busy, and Grandpa was, he grew up too hard. Right. I just didn't hear that until I met Patty. Right. And then I, when I came into her family, I started seeing the hugging and the I love you and kissing. The my, affection. At first, I was living in denial. I said, this is baloney. Yeah. This is phony. It can't be. This is. But then I, as, as it went on, it got to me. Yeah. And I became part of that. And that's and that's a that's really a big part of the Italian culture and uh, and being a part of that culture and and uh, I love it you know and that, not to take away from other cultures mm-hmm. but I got to say that the Italian culture is one of the best when it comes to family respect and and love. Well, it's a dominant um, type thing. Um, now, my father-in-law was uh, French, French Canadian. Right. Right. And. Um, he was more or less reserved and very humble, but my my mother in law she was feisty. Okay, right. uh, boy, she ruled the roost, and <laughs> <laughs> you know. But that was part of the Italian. She was from where? Where in Italy? Um, I believe it was Calabria. Calabrese. Yes, she was a Calabrese. Testadura. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think about her all the time, yeah. and just a. Very wonderful woman. Yeah, but you, you didn't want to cross her. That's the, you know, that was it. But you, you, it's funny because my mom was the same way, and of course, I never got hit by my mom and dad because I learned from, since I was the baby. I learned to see what happened. You know, oh. you don't want to test them. So I got to see with my older brothers. You know, she was a darn good shot with the with the slipper. Oh, with the slipper. <laughs> with the slipper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my uh, my experience was I led the way. <laughs> I had two sisters before me; they were right. saints. Right. Then I came along, and oh boy, I used to get it with everything. The belt, the but spoon. I tried to outsmart my mother once, <laughs> so I figured, all right, I'll hide underneath the bed. She'll never get me there. Well, <laughs> she reached for the dust mop. Oh, geez. Yeah, the... she started poking me till I got out from under the bed. <laughs> so there. Mothers are. She are found special. you. Yeah. She, she, oh, yeah. She, she sniffed you out. You know. You think um, I was a cabotos too. Cabotos. You think I'd learn from my first experience, so I put on this thing on my head the next time. But sure enough, I got it with a <laughs> with a broom again. Oh gosh. Well, uh, so there's a, there's a lot going on again. Uh, the second impact, uh, the Ray Chingalini story, uh, written by Andy Segal. Uh, he he. Uh, was is an attorney for uh, people with CTE and, and brain injuries, uh, for for different uh, sports, uh, football players, boxers, and so on and so forth. He wrote this book, and um, your story is amazing in that book. And and like I said, uh, people go to uh, uh, Barnes and Noble or Amazon and pick up that book. It's it's really inexpensive. If you have an adult or know someone or a child, it's a, always a great gift if they're getting involved in sports to buy this book. And um, uh, Ray is uh, uh, very instrumental in getting uh, this book out there and, and getting the message about CTE and brain injuries and, of course, second impacts. And if you're in the state of New York, anybody who gets a, a, an impact to, to his head or her head, um, 
cannot return to the sport until she's totally cleared or he's totally cleared uh, from the injury of the, the first impact, the, the first concussion. And, uh, and I saw that for myself yesterday, a uh, young lady in Canandaigua. Uh, as a matter of fact, Canandaigua did take first place yesterday in the uh, uh, cheerleading competition. And congratulations to Canandaigua. But uh, uh, I hope the young lady is doing well today. She was taken to the hospital by ambulance. Um, and we heard that she had had a first impact. And if it wasn't for you and the laws that, that you brought to the state of New York, uh, she may have returned too soon, but fortunately, she was cleared to come back. Uh, she uh, sustained another impact yesterday, and uh, if it wasn't for you and the laws that are out there today, she could have been returning too soon and uh, g getting that second impact that could have determined the rest of her life. Well, that's, again, Chad, that's very humbling for you to say that, and but it, it inspires me to keep going. You got to keep going. And, and uh, like we talked about earlier, I'm in your corner. Anytime you need help and doing any of the awareness and stuff like this, uh, Ray, you, you can uh, co-host a show with me anytime. Well, we'll see uh, how you evaluate today. Oh, today is going great. I think we're getting a lot of uh, messages from everybody that uh, they're enjoying the show. And, you know, we talked about family. And one of the things that we talked about uh, even the Godfather said something, and he said this. You spend time with your family? Sure I do. Good. Because a man who doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. A guy who doesn't spend time with his family could never be a real oh. man. Well, that hits home, too, because uh, I not only give uh, lectures on concussion, I get called to schools to talk about character and being a good role model and and such. And the one thing I tell the the guys are is this: to always respect a young lady, right? Because that young lady treat them like they were your sister or your mother, right? But also this thing about fathering. Anybody can father a child, right? But not everybody can be a good dad. Exactly. There's a big difference. That's, a, that's another huge message, you know. And, and a father is just a title. The word father is just a title. It, what comes along with that title that makes you a good dad? And, uh, 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 you know, becoming, like you said, anybody can become a father. It's, it takes a lot to be a dad. Well, it, um, it certainly does. And, and I can only relate to my dad. Again, I loved him. Mm -hmm. And he was just a wonderful guy. But he's, I could, it just, um, he never spent time with me. It's not that he did it on purpose. He uh, grew up in a family where my grandfather was always busy with a restaurant. And he probably thought that was the way it was. Right. You know, I can remember, I've never been jealous of anybody, but what used to hurt was when I'd ride my bike by uh, a place and see a father out there playing catch with one of my friends. Right. And I always thought, gee, I wish I could, you know, play catch with my dad like that. So, yeah, it, it just uh, goes a long way with as far as um, your behavior after. Right. Exactly. If you're not hearing the correct things there at home. There's a lot of people on the outside that are going to be telling you things that 
probably aren't good for you. Yeah, and you see, my my mom and dad were were my best friends growing up, and uh, I loved them dearly. I missed them so much, especially around the holidays when we used to do the seven fishes and all that. It was, uh, yeah, that brings back some memories, huh? Oh, the bacala. The bacala. <laughs> Sometimes I was called bacala, right? Oh, hey, yeah. bacala, come here. Yeah, well, Carmen Basilio used to call me that all the time. <laughs> hey, bacala. And everybody in the gym would look, you know, hey, <laughs> Here comes Bacala, watch out. Because they know? were mostly Amaragans, they didn't know yeah, what Bacala was. What Bacala was. Oh, my but, uh, yeah, that, and I missed them, especially around the holidays. I, I missed them dearly, and uh, um, it, it's it's something. And, and one of the things we don't want to do is uh, to lose the traditions and lose the customs that we were taught and bringing those customs to our children today and moving them down so that they can see what we grew up with. And, and rightly so, as, as the generations uh, die off, uh, a lot of times these cultures and traditions um, die off with them. But you know what? Uh, not necessarily in our home, and I know definitely not here in the Chingalini home. Uh, we'll try not to. Um, but to go back to one thing, uh, Mike, my mother and mothers are special. Yeah, Every mother's exactly. special. Uh, my mother was everything. She was uh, she took care of all the the loose ends that probably dad missed. And um, boy, without that, who knows? I know. She, you know, and and uh, you know when uh, it, there was an old old tradition or not a tradition, but an old saying that said, if uh, when somebody was getting married, they said, you know. Take a look at how he treats his mother is how he's going to treat you. And that was a big message, you know, because I treated my mom with uh, the the highest respect and and my dad both with the highest respect. And uh, as uh, Lisa and I go down this this path of our life together, uh, love her dearly. You know, it's another memory that comes to form. is uh, back in, well, I think it was 68 or 69, um, I left the uh, Auden Buffalo right. uh, Memorial Auditorium. It's probably now torn down. Famous fight arena and uh, hockey arena. And as I was leaving the odd that night, um, my promoter and um, the uh, Catholic priest who was uh, retired, who's in the book, I... Heard his um, voice call me, Ray, Ray, I'd like to speak with you. Well, not seeing him, I, I recognized the voice, and I took it for granted that he's going to, you know, um, congratulate me on a big win that night. Right. But he didn't. He pulled me aside, and he said, listen, I want to talk to you for just a second. Every time I see you, I see you with a young lady here, and a different young lady. Right. And I hope you're treating these girls like a young lady and treating them with respect. Always treat them with respect because it could be somebody's mother. You know there's some or somebody's daughter. Right. But someday you're going to have a daughter of your own, God willing. And you want her respected. And you're going to know the feeling. And about 10 or 11 years later, God blessed me with the most wonderful daughter. And those words have never left my ears. In fact, when she got married... That was my speech to all the guys at the wedding. They echoed in your ears for yeah. years to come. 
Yes. And and now your daughter has given you three beautiful grandchildren. Oh my gosh, I, <laughs> they make me glow. You know, there's something about little granddaughters because they're all full of those hugs and kisses. I know, and then you could fill them up with chocolate and send them on home. Yeah, but the one <laughs> of them in the middle. Now I get a few slugs here and there to say, keep it even, but right. oh, how cute! Yeah. It's something that, uh, you know, it's one thing to be a parent, but then to be a grandparent is even. Well, grandparents are a little easier, a little <laughs> exactly. more fun, you know. Yeah. <laughs> when things get rough, they <laughs> take the loose ends, not you. <laughs> but uh, you know what? One of the uh, songs that uh, you told me about, uh, uh, Love is Blue, was, oh. was your song that you uh, used to train. And I tell you what, we're going to take another break. We're going to go back to music, and we're going to play the song that you used to train to. That was Paul Moriart with Love is Blue. And that was Ray's song that he used to train, right, Ray? And uh, um, uh, Mostly uh, it was a fight night um, song. And that song was very soothing to me when I'd lay on uh, the trainer's table. Right. And I wouldn't get off of that table, and I was focused until there was Eddie, uh, you're on. We're ready to go. Right. Uh, but that song signified also how I was in a ring. Right. Um, I was aggressive, but coming in, uh, I didn't, didn't throw that many punches till I, I got in there, right. you know, on the inside, and then uh, that drum music was the type of thunder that I like to throw. Right, and you know, um, there's another song that we're going to play for for uh, uh, Patty. Uh, she has a niece, Kara, uh, and. Uh, uh, her brother heard this song, and it, it's been special to you guys, too. Um, Cara Mia by the Jay and the Americans. Uh, that was a good Italian song as well, oh, yeah. made from an American band. And uh, uh, he loved this song so much that he actually named his daughter Cara. And here is Cara, Cara Mia. Uh, Cara Mia by the Jay and the Americans. That was a great song. And that was for one of your brother-in-laws, uh, Patty's brother down in Georgia, and uh, he named his daughter after the song, Kara. And uh, I understand uh, we were talking about family and uh, how important family is. And, and uh, uh, you have another brother-in-law who's like a brother to you uh, who lives here in Victor. Oh, yes, that's Scott. And, uh, well, the, the night of my near-fatal car accident, living in Victor, um, he had a, a lot farther to travel than Patty to get to Syracuse where they airlifted me at um, Upstate Medical. Right. Sure enough, Patty pulls in and really doesn't know where she's going, and here comes Scott. She's by herself in, by in a time of a very serious situation. One o'clock in the morning. Wow. And uh, here's Scott right next side, right beside her, and I... Uh, yeah, that's something I'll never forget him for, for many reasons. He's, he's been a great brother to me. And uh, But one distinction I, I must, uh, my mother-in-law always said that Scott was the brains of the family. <laughs> now, you have to take in mind that uh, Alan, the older brother-in-law, he uh, went through six years of college. He became a county administrator. Wow. Okay, and Scott was uh, owned a construction company, but yeah, he was the brains of the family. So we always tease <laughs> him about that. 
My, as far as brothers, Mike, I want to touch on one other thing. Yeah, absolutely. I had two great brothers. Uh, Dominic was a, a plumber. So you had two girls, two sisters two before sisters. you that oh. were older, and then two brothers behind you. Yeah, the sisters were phenomenal. But, um, but And my older sister was always the general. Right. She ran the show. <laughs> but my brother was um, just under me four years. He was a plumber. And always was there to help me, no matter what. Right. You know, with the plumbing and things. But Peter was special, and he was the one that went to college and became something that my grandparents and mother always wanted me to be. He's a doctor of pharmacology at University of Rochester Medical wow. Center. Wow, wow. And we're all so proud of that. That's great. That's great. It's it, you know, and and the other thing about the show is it's about family, and that what we uh, uh, heard about today um, that um, you know the show is important, especially when we talk about the families. Um, Ruth Perkins, thank you so much for sending us a text message. Uh, she wrote, uh, um, uh, "We're enjoying the show and uh, great messages about family, and that's important." You know, that's, uh, you know, we're hitting the mark on the show today about talking about family, having the Sunday music and uh, the Italian music in the background. And uh, it's important. I, I, I can't stress enough the, the importance of family, especially on the weekends and enjoying each other when, when you have the time off of work and so on and so forth. Especially now going back uh, in the book, it also talks about you almost had a fatal accident um, and, and possibly, uh, you got in the car, uh, uh, went to check on your mom and, uh, went down the road from where we, where we are right now. And, uh, um, uh, uh, you lost control of the vehicle and, and got, uh, almost fatally ill or, uh, um, injured and they are lefted you to Syracuse, uh, hospital. So you had in your life, you had this, uh, first impact and you had a second impact that determined you know, your life moving forward. And then you had another situation, uh, life uh, situation that uh, almost changed everything. And uh, well, we're happy you're here. You made it. Uh, they gave you a 50-50 chance to live. And uh, here we are right now. And uh, and that what's, that's what makes you, between the message and the fact that you're such a fighter, you're a champion. Well, thank you. Um, every, I get up every day and thank God for everything because it's not what you don't have, it's what you do have. And, um, yeah, again, they didn't give me much of a chance to make it. I made it. Then there was, uh, told us it was going to be a, a real struggle to walk. Right. I'm walking. It's not pretty, but it wasn't pretty before. So, <laughs> and um, but the other thing I'm so thankful for is that I didn't hurt anybody else. Right, right. And I, that was one of the first things you said when you came out of the coma was, uh, "Did I hurt anybody?" Yes, I was so cognizant of that because, boy, imagine hurting some innocent person because mm -hmm. my driving was restricted then. And but I dementia plays games with you. Right. I said, well, mom's not really doing good tonight. I'm, right. so, I, I'm good enough to go see her. Patty was sleeping. And and that was one of the, 
moments that you had a poor judgment decision that you got in the car and took off just because you wanted to check on your mom and make sure she was okay. And again, that's where the love of a child and a son in an Italian home um, was concerned. You, you, you had in your book, you talked about how you called your mom and she didn't answer and uh, she was uh, taking a shower or somewhere and uh, she, she wasn't able to answer. It was late at night and you just got in the car and took off. And unfortunately, uh, it was another life-changing moment in, in uh, all of your lives that uh, uh, you had. And uh, to this day, I actually went down there and I, I had chills run up my arm just to see the fire hydrant still bent over. And that happened in 2015. So uh, so we're happy you're here. And you know what? I learned something from you, and we spent a lot of time in the last two weeks together. And uh, one thing I learned from you and, and what you said was hit me so hard is that champions come in many, many forms, not just as a boxer, but, but uh, champions come in many, many forms. And, and that is, uh, that's stuck with me and, and uh, echoed in my ears uh, since, since you mentioned that to me. And, and, and you're absolutely right, and that's why... Uh, you are a champion, not just from being a, a boxer, but you're a champion in many, many respects. And I, uh, I highly respect you for that. Well, thank you again. Uh, but the champions that I'll take, for example, uh, I visit many champions at Happiness House. Right. That are, have that speed bump in life that were born with autism. Right. Um, a um, disorder that um, we didn't know anything about when I was a kid. Right. Now we do, and they're getting help, and these kids are all champions for what they're trying to overcome. And there's another, um, they call it Camp Good Days, and it's for children that are um, had cancer. Right. From, uh, young kids, and they're champions also, great champions to be in there battling this. And that, you know, something you told me, uh, this week that uh, you're actually building a park. Well, it's someday I, I hope it to be when I'm finished and uh, it'll have a pond with big fish in it and all kinds of rocks for the kids to climb. And I'd like to offer that to the, um, for instance, Happiness House, the organization that... Um, for the kids to come over here. And yeah, to take that, a bus trip over and hike and it's beautiful. fish and have a picnic and... Uh, be able to dream right it's it's awesome and that, again that's uh that's another champion right there well my wife nicknamed me we have a big sign that goes up into the stone driveway and i can't would you say it for me mike yeah uh what is that patty the uh name of the the, the park going up the driveway i'll say it in oh, a tremanto sulago. tremanto sulago it was yeah. we say it in italian tremanto sulago the sunset over the lake. The lake. It's uh, it's it's a beautiful name to name uh, the park that you're you're looking to build, Tremont. And it's beautiful. It's uh, it's a beautiful uh, entranceway coming into the park, and and it's going to be gorgeous. Now, Ray Junior did it all. Ray Junior, he yeah, he actually he's, uh, he's the carved the that in the wood. There. Yeah, <laughs> he's the. The hoss of the Ponderosa. He's the hoss he's of the, the Ponderosa. He's the one that gets things done now. <laughs> That's from the Bonanza. My mind uh -huh. wanted to name it the Ponderosa. The Ponderosa. And Patty said, are you kidding? You'll have people driving up there looking for steak. You know. Tremanto so Sulado. We, we have to name this uh, with, a, with a real good, you know, 
I catch your name. Oh, it, it, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. She now, uh, since Patty helped us out here, and we talked, we talked about Patty earlier about uh, you guys knowing each other uh, since you were kids, and then uh, back in the, when you were about twenty, that's when you had that uh, another moment in your life where you was like, "Hey, are you doing, huh?" Yeah, <laughs> I certainly did. And here's a song that uh, you guys used to uh, you used to sing to her. And uh, you guys used to dance to, Fooled Around and Fell in Love. Fooled Around and Fell in Love, that was a song that uh, by Elvin Bishop that uh, Ray said that he used to sing. Actually, he said he was singing it this morning, right, Ray? Yeah, I, I sing it quite often, and it just brings back a lot of memories. It's great. It is great. Now, a lot of people from all over uh, the country who, who came from Geneva or know of Geneva uh, send them messages. Uh, Anthony Anastasi, a uh, cousin of ours, uh, who uh, cousin of Lisa, said hello. Now, he is, he is listening uh, at this fire station in uh, Maston Station 2 in all the way in California. And uh, the entire fire station, uh, Captain Anastasi, uh, Marshall Wilkinson, they're dedicated listeners of the Brooklyn Mike Show. They're listening every weekend. And uh, they they all giving you a shout-out to say hello and thank you for uh, being on the show today. Well, let me just thank you. Let me thank them for their service. These guys also are Also awesome. with our police officers and our um, military and our service there. You know, um, I can't thank them enough for all that they do. I appreciate that. And, and you know, it's funny. It's, uh, you know, they pay these guys uh, in the football leagues and stuff like this, these guys who take a knee – uh, during the uh, the Star Spangled Banner, and they pay these guys millions of dollars to 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 kick a football, and uh, and uh, and some of these guys take advantage of it by taking the knee during the Star Spangled Banner, and um, um, then you have these guys who are firemen, policemen, who put themselves in arms' way, jump in there, and uh, you know, and they're getting paid peanuts. And these guys are uh, nowhere near these what these sportsmen are, are getting paid. And these guys are out there rushing a building that's on fire, you know. And and the military guys that are out putting themselves out in arm's way, they're not getting paid anywhere what a sports uh, person is, like in football, who uh, don't appreciate this country like these guys do. And uh, uh, our thanks of... Uh, going out there and, and doing what they do. I appreciate it. Captain Anastasi, thank you so much. Uh, uh, guys, Marshall, uh, all of you at Maston Station 2, we thank you. And uh, we have uh, Ray Cingolini on the air. Uh, enjoying, uh, we also had a message from Tampa Bay, Florida. Enjoying the show from Tampa Bay, Florida. Uh, Ray's grandfather was my godfather. He was my Uncle Raymond. Grew up in Geneva, spending many Sundays at uh, Uncle Raymond's house on Castle Street for Sunday dinner. That's what we've been talking about, family and Sunday dinner. And uh, 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 he says that I was and still am proud to call Ray my cousin. This is uh, Mike Strema, uh How do you say his last name? Stramandinoli. Stramandinoli from Tampa Bay. Almost as bad as my name. <laughs> Chingalini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Mike is uh, very proud to have you as his cousin, well, right? I'm so proud to have Mike and his sister Lisa um, as my cousins. And, yeah, I remember Mike as a little 
well, he's much younger than me, but um, more than anything, I remember his his father was right. very close to me, Sam, and uh, he was an ex marine. Um, helped to put a little structure in my life when I have a few questions and Monsignor um, wasn't around or Grandpa, he'd be the third go-to guy, and you know, <laughs> he never minced any words. That's for sure. Right. Great guy. I miss him terrible. And uh, so he's he's on the he's on the uh, air right now listening. So Mike, thank you for tuning in to the Brooklyn Mike Show, and uh, yeah. and thank you so much for sending us a text. Uh, a lot of things uh, are just uh, one. One of the other things. I'm sorry. Uh, also, the ladies, the men and la- women at um, Fire Maston Station Two. There's also a rescue squad right alongside the firehouse, and uh, they're also tuned into the Brooklyn Mike Show. So all the men and women there that are supporting, uh, you know that take care of those things and situations when such as, as yourself, when you had the accident, they come out there and, and the police officers, as well as the, uh, um, uh, all the troops out there today, we thank every one of the, the men and women today. So thank you again, uh, to Maston station Two rescue and fire department. Um, we've got a lot of things going on today. You're talking about family Ray's book, uh, the second impact, uh, the Ray Cinglini story, uh, recommend everybody uh, listening, if you can, grab yourself a copy of this book on uh, Amazon or uh, Barnes & Noble. It's a great story for people who uh, are considering sports or who are involved in sports to get this book. It's it's a phenomenal uh, book. It's a great read, especially if you come from Geneva or you don't come from Geneva. Uh, at least it tells you some of the history that happened here in Geneva, New York, uh, uh, the areas that Ray uh, frequented in uh, Rochester and uh, Ray was part of the Golden Gloves. Uh, so a lot of things going on there. And, uh, you know, Ray, we're going to uh, do some uh, some Italian music again and uh, let's get back to uh, to some music and then we'll come back and talk about some other things on, on your book. And one of the things I mentioned was uh, possibly uh, getting this book to turn into a uh, a movie. It's got to be a movie. I'm telling you, it's got to be a movie. The message is amazing. And so uh, I think uh, we should still push that, Ray. Thank you. I, I hope that comes true. Yeah, I, I, I think it will. So here's, here's Blue Eyes. You remember Blue Eyes? Oh, yes. Here's Blue Eyes with Come Fly With Me. Hey, this is Brooklyn Mike. Let me talk to all you paisans about Valentine's Day. That's right, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Bella's Sicilian Restaurante is celebrating not only on Friday, February 14th, but Saturday as well, February 15th. Take your loved one to Bella's Sicilian Restaurante and try their Sicilian ribeye and seared scallop Valentine's Day special. Or their pastas, chicken, whatever you want and your loved one wants, that's the day you should go to Bella's Sicilian Restaurante. Make a special evening by ending it with a wonderful dessert. So check out their website at bellasgeneva.com. Mention this ad, and you and your loved one will get a glass of Prosecco with raspberries. Bella's is open early on Valentine's Day. Seating is limited, so don't wait. Make your reservations today. 315-759-5404 That is 315-759-5404 Tell them Brooklyn Mike sent you and you're going to be respected Yeah, if you were uh, in Geneva, New York during uh, Valentine's Day 
make reservations at Bella's Sicilian Restaurante. They're one of our sponsors of the Brooklyn Mike Show. And, uh, you know, if you mention uh, Brooklyn Mike or you mention the ad of uh, Valentine's Day, you and your loved one are going to get a, a nice glass of Prosecco wine with raspberries. Uh, Ray, what, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Oh, well, I, I hope to do something special. There you go. I haven't quite uh, figured it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, go to Bella's. Check out Bella's uh, Sicilian Restaurante. I have been there, and I think it's awesome. They the do a great job. The service is great. The food is great. But what really gets me is the the singing. Yeah, between that's the right. Tables and, uh, Tomas. Tomas comes around your table and oh. uh, gives you an authentic Sicilian restaurant uh, a feel by singing at your uh, table. Yeah, it reminds me of Little Italy, actually. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, just a great, great play, a venue there. Right. Now, uh, Ray, we uh, we were talking a little bit while we were off the air that uh, uh, you had a story that you remembered distinctly about uh, uh, you were having a, a signing uh, autograph session and some lady had asked you something. Oh, yes. This was at the... Um one of the Rochester Boxing Hall of Fame's annual awards dinners. And uh, I was at the head table with uh, Carmen Basilio, Ron Lyle, jeez, uh, Bobby Chaz right on down the line. Wow, a lot of guys, huh? Yeah, and they, um, afterward they had an autograph session and everybody lined up to have you sign their program right. or whatever they had. And uh, one lady, uh, as I was signing, she said, Oh, you know something? You are so courageous. You are a real hero. And I stepped back a second and I said, Ma'am, you know, um, actually, see that gentleman standing over there in the Marine uniform? That's the real hero. Right. Not us. Those are the real heroes. And oh, I hope to, to have set that straight because I really believe that is to be so true they are they are our uh, our troops today and uh, uh all of the uh first responders today are all their heroes out there absolutely and as far as the medical um first responders uh boy if it hadn't been for them i might not be here right the job yeah. that they do on a in a very very crucial situation right and that's uh, that's important. And again, uh, the Maston Station too. We appreciate you guys, uh, regardless of where you're located, uh, in what state or anything like that. And we uh, we appreciate and thank everyone out there who are first responders, uh, but most of all our uh, our uh, dedicated listeners at Maston Station too. They do a good job. I know if they could make it out here when uh, you needed it, Ray, they would have been. Oh, I mean, no doubt about it. It's in. It's all in their heart. Right. right. It's all about heart. We'll talk about that later. I hope. Yeah, and these guys are uh, uh, out at May Maston Station too. It's uh, approximately, uh, I think, eight. Yeah, it's about eight in the morning there, mm -hmm. and uh, um, they're making breakfast. They're having breakfast, and of course, Captain Anastasi is a big. You know, with a name like that, you got to be able to cook. Oh. Yeah, he's a paisan. He's a paisan, and he's uh, he's cooking up a storm right now. I, you know, a lot of Italians changed their name, Mike. Oh yeah, when they came into the United States, they changed their name because they were embarrassed, they were picked on, and and uh, stuff like that. And and for other reasons, they changed their name. Uh, sometimes they couldn't even uh, when they came into Ellis Island, they couldn't even speak their name correctly. So 
the officer who was checking them in would would rewrite their name or in in the case of the the movie the godfather he uh he said he was uh uh andolini from corleone okay and the guy thought that corleone was his last name and that's how he stuck uh, uh throughout the movie his name was corleone because uh th that's where he was from and and that happened to a lot of italian americans or italians coming into america and uh, they their names actually changed because of that. Well, that and uh, they didn't want to be. Um, oh, what's the word? Identified as an Italian. Because mm -hmm. Italian, then they might be um, restricted from things. Right. Exactly. As a matter of fact, uh, um, I believe the son, the uh, not the sons, but the um, uh, Columbus. Um, oh my gosh, the Knights of Columbus. They were started because when Italians came to America, because they were Italian, they weren't uh, able to get life insurance because they thought that Italians had short lifespans. <laughs> well, but maybe because we ate too much. Who knows? Well, spaghetti turned out to be a lifesaver for a lot of fighters. <laughs> I know that. All the carbs, right? Well, the two-tone, what is it, two-ton Tony Galanto <laughs> yeah. trained on spaghetti. It's trained on spaghetti. Is yeah. that real? Yeah, that's a true thing. Oh, I wow. Mean, I mean, he looked the part. His waistline was pretty big, but boy, he could punch. Well, I'll tell you what, maybe I should have eaten more spaghetti. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, these, uh, you know, so so a lot of times uh, uh, the Italians and, and how the uh, the uh, Knights of Columbus was, was uh, started was because they provided their own life insurance policies to Italians. And so they became a brotherhood, and today we have the Knights of Columbus that are doing a lot more things. They still have insurance policies and stuff like that if you join, but uh, they still have, uh, they do a lot more than, than what they used to do. And I, I believe, matter of fact, the priest who started the uh, uh, Knights of Columbus wasn't even Italian. He was Irish. And he knew that, uh, that the Italians were, were shunned against for life insurance. Father J. McGivney, that was the, the father who started Jeez. the Knights of Columbus. So a little bit of history there. Well, I might, I'm going to try to become a Knight of Columbus now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, we were talking about your, your kids and, and uh, the similarities and and uh, Raymond Jr., he's, uh, he's, he's got his own record for baseball and football. Yeah, he, um, yeah they were both hard workers because they were instilled since they were little. Right. Young, that uh, life is an exact science. You get out exactly what you put in. Right. So they were both very hard workers, both in school, behavior, and academics. Right. But now the difference fell. With the temperaments. <laughs> now, my daughter, um, if she didn't get a 4.0, which is the highest in school, if she got a 3.9, that was a catastrophe. She was really hard on herself. Uh, well, hard, and uh, she was very sentimental girl. Right. And uh, so, you know, I had to kind of handle that a little differently. We're junior now. If he came home with a 3.4, he was glowing. I mean, <laughs> he was hard on himself too, right? Oh, well, you know, and, and he was what you would call a cabotas. Cabotas, huh? Yeah, he, hey, uh, the apple doesn't fall far yeah, from the tree. I think so. What do you think, bacala? Huh? 
but he he worked very hard and uh he actually um had two offers to play either football wow or baseball on a division one level yeah and he chose baseball well i got to meet raymond jr this morning and i shook his hand and he almost went i almost went down to my knees <laughs> oh, yeah. well he still has a little bit left but you know he chose baseball because of the football um injuries to the body he figured, right. well you know i'll have a better you know chance at staying healthy well he tore two ACLs in center field. Oh boy! In baseball, so yeah, yeah you can you can get injured it, in any sport and anything. I don't care what it is. Well, I you know I I played a lot of football, and uh, I was telling you, and and uh, yeah, I got a lot of injuries. Matter of fact, that age fifty seven, I feel every hit <laughs> I ever had on the on the football field. You know, fortunately, I didn't get too many in the head. You know, I I always protected myself in in, in the head, but. Uh, my knees and my back took a beating. I can imagine. Well, there's a former Atlanta Brave that uh, is a very good friend. He lives in Seneca Falls, not far from here. He was uh, probably five, six years older than me. I can remember watching him play. He was great. Uh, his name was Rod Verkey, and he played for Atlanta for a few years. So I saw him here not too long ago at a dinner, and I said, just I pulled him aside, Rod, uh, how's your head? He says, my head's fine. It's the rest of my body. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a tough. I, tough I'll tell thing. you, I, I can actually remember the play to a T to a pain that I have today. <laughs> I can actually feel my knees, you know, I've had my knees replaced and stuff like that. But I, I can remember almost every single play that, oh, yeah. that I said, yeah, that's where I felt that one, you know. <laughs> Would you trade it, Mike? Would I trade it? Um, no. Okay. No, I, I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. The, what you what you learn and the memories are, uh, you, you, can't you can't be replaced. You can't replace that. Like I always say, the, the, the um, attributes that an athlete gets from, say, like playing football right. carries them well beyond their playing days. Right, right. And those work ethic principles are mold a lot of things for him you know it wasn't just the injuries that you received it, it like you said it was a lot of the memories a lot of the the moments that you you uh you got and the discipline and the respect yeah. there's a lot of things that have to do with sportsmanship that's why today you know i i uh i cringe and and it bothers that the daylights out of me when when someone takes a knee during the uh, star spangled banner i uh you know you're here in this country respect it well, you know, this is uh, my take on it. Um, I understand their um, what they're trying to do in a right. sense. Exactly, I do but too. My advice would be pick another venue that right. isn't so controversial. Right, pick something that uh, doesn't it, hurt anybody else. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Other than that, now the boys, you know, they they're voicing something they feel very strongly about, and you know, just pick another venue. Exactly, maybe you'll get a better result. Exactly, and and uh, in a positive way. In a positive way. One other thing, Mike. Um, I'd like to make a point here about sports. Right. I endorse playing every sport. Right. No matter what it is, I endorse. But there's one rule, and this simple rule pertains to all of them. If you get your bell rung, have it addressed properly. Exactly. So. And that, any sports you want. And that was your message the whole time your message was for in your book. And uh, your message all the way around was, uh, you know, 
get it addressed properly. Yeah, it, um, yeah. There's nothing more simple than don't that, ignore it. Everybody thinks it's rocket science now with all the stuff coming out. It's not right. Honesty, right? Take care of it, right? And uh, take care of it fast and and uh, do the right thing. Yeah. You know, don't ignore. You know, we talked about uh, uh, no pain, no gain. Yes. And uh, that's not true. If your body's got pain, it's telling you something. Boy. Yeah. Those are the symptoms of concussion. There's a, they are the body's red flags. Right. Telling you something's wrong. Exactly. So address it. Right. And sometime in, later on, we, I'd love to get into that a little bit. Absolutely. And I'd like to get into my success uh, uh, theory about that. And got a whole history of uh, life's lessons. And, and you know what, Ray? This is not the last time we're going to do this show. Oh, yeah. And I we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do a lot of this. <laughs> and one of the things that I was talking about to you was possibly doing a uh, podcast that actually addresses all the, uh, the rounds in your book. And, uh, and then we can memorialize those um, uh, interviews and those podcasts and put them out on our website. And we can get a message out that way as well. It would be great because uh, one of the things the author said was, we're going to have to leave a lot out. Right. There's just not enough room, and we have to stick to our subject, our point, because the book is geared toward actually young athletes. And to keep their attention span, he felt 200 and some pages was about it. Right. And you know what? We can, we can do that in a podcast cover all the areas, take each chapter, and address those things that couldn't get addressed in the book. Yeah, it, uh, and there's so many stories in there that are in my heart that I'd like to tell. And one was about success, because I get that all the time. Right. You know, well, kids will ask me, how do I become, what is success? How do I become successful? And I, and I just simply tell them, um, Success is about happiness. Right. If you're happy right. with what you're doing, then you're successful. Right. Simple and, as that. And I think, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to, uh, you know, keep an eye on our web pages. Uh, also, uh, Ray's web page, my web page. And uh, if there is uh, going to be some podcast that's going to come out of this uh, show, then uh, we'll definitely do it because we can get a lot more said in those podcasts. But, uh, Ray, we're going to go to an Al Martino, to each his own, by The Godfather, and uh, we'll come back. You spend time with your family? Sure I do. Good. Because a man that doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. Hey, how you doing? This is Brooklyn Mike. You got a special event coming, like uh, your wedding anniversary, a birthday party for your sweetheart, or maybe you just want to have dinner with your gumare, huh? Why don't you check out Geneva, New York's hidden secret, Bella's Sicilian Restaurante. Come and try out their pastas, the succulent tender steaks, the chicken parmesan, or maybe even their Sicilian arangini for appetizer. Check them out at their website and make reservations at www.bellasgeneva.com or give them a call for your reservations at 3 315-759-5404. That is 315-759-5404. Bella Sicilian Restaurante, located 93 Seneca Street, Geneva, New York. So come relax in their beautiful atmosphere and spend some time with the familia at Bella Sicilian Restaurante. Tell them Brooklyn Mike sent you and you're going to be safe. You know what I'm saying?
This is former boxer Ray Ciangolini. Read about my story in my book, Second Impact, The Ray Ciangolini Story, available on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble. And you are listening to The Brooklyn Mike Show. Yeah, that's Ray Cingolini. He's been with us all morning today, co-hosting the Brooklyn Mike Show, having Sunday dinner with Brooklyn Mike. And uh, that last song, Volare, by Dean Martin, was for uh, Cindy Simeone down in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. And uh, she was tuning in. And thank you, Cindy, for your kind words and uh, uh, for listening to the Brooklyn Mike Show. And uh, Ray, tell me about uh, inboxing. You know, is... uh, any of those hits that you stop to think for a second that, uh, hey, uh, that was a lucky shot or, or uh, you know, was how much luck comes into playing uh, or boxing? Is it uh, luck or is it skill or, you know? Well, um, Mike, it's boxing or uh, success, I should say, in any sport. There's no such thing as luck. I mean, right. once in a while you get a, a a tip or something that a ball will be tipped and it'll happen to come in your area. But 99.9% of the time, luck is all about dedication and hard work. And um, if I could just share a quick story with you. Absolutely. Um, I was a, a, a big underdog, uh, uh, one of the ranked uh, fighters in Canada. And so... Um, we fought at the odd, and his name was Kevin Armstrong, I believe, at the memory. <laughs> Sometimes a little foggy here. But uh, that night, um, I always trained extremely hard so that if I caught somebody just slacking a little, no matter how talented they were, they'd run out of that gas at the end, and I'll catch them. Right. Well, it happened that night, and uh, I did catch him at the end, and I got a split decision. And um, I, as I went into the dressing room, I sat on the, the trainer's table, exhausted. I mean, completely spent, sweating and just hardly audible. And now here comes uh, the uh, reporters, and uh, it was a radio station. And this, uh, this gentleman was young and what we call green. Right. Okay, he was not very much experienced. So he butts in in front of everybody. He sticks a microphone in my face, and he says, uh, Hey, Ray, you got a little lucky tonight. <laughs> well, you know, I, geez, that caught me. And I said, Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, buddy, it seems the harder I train, the luckier I get. That's right. And the other reporter started chuckling a little. This guy's face turned red. That was a hell of a response. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I learned after the promoter pulled me aside quick, and he says, Hey, don't you ever pick a fight with people that buy ink by the barrel. They'll make or break you. Yeah. And sure enough, the next two, three times out, uh, he wasn't too kind to me. So, yeah, right. a lot of lessons learned that night. But the, the thing is, work hard and you'll be successful. That's right. That's Stay right. A lot of these kids think that uh, uh, success is, uh, um, is given to them. I was trying to find the words, you know, but... But uh, the kids today, they think success just comes, just walks to them. But uh, success is not there without hard work, studying. Uh, You're not going to become a doctor because you cut and paste stuff out of the Internet. 
you're going to become a doctor because you're good. Yeah. You ever hear the expression, uh, champions are born? Well, I don't agree with that one. I believe champions are made. Right. Nobody comes out of their mother's womb an automatic right. champion. Exactly. That's a that's a good story, um, and that that story, luck, the lucky story, is uh, uh, in your book as well. Oh, I forgot. And, I yeah, forgot. no, it's in your book, and and uh, um, that's why I keep encouraging people to make sure you pick up the book at uh, Barnes and Noble, or uh, uh, you could order it uh, definitely from Barnes and Noble or Amazon, and uh, um, it, it it is an excellent book with a lot of messages out there. And uh, we had a great time here today. I tell you, uh, this has been one of the quickest uh, Sundays, Sunday dinner with Brooklyn Mike uh, I've ever had. Four hours went by, uh, well, three and a half hours so far. So it uh, went by so quickly like lightning, uh, uh, Ray. I had a great time with you doing this this show. And I actually look forward that if we do start a project of a podcast that I'm looking forward to doing that with you. No, I'm looking so forward to that, and I can't express to you how big this is. Yeah. Um, take for example, I when I speak at an audience with an audience, uh, sometimes it fluctuates between a couple hundred people or sometimes a couple thousand. Right. But that's who I reach. Right. But when the media, such as you or a newspaper, um, are involved, they reach thousands. Right. Thousands. Right. And that is so big to get that message out. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, in June of, uh, we started this radio station in April of last year, 2019. Um, in June, the uh, Finger Lakes Times wrote a story about us saying we were the only one in the Finger Lakes that had an internet radio station reaching all over the world from Geneva, New York. And uh, so... Uh, in July, which was a month after that, we we actually re-released the radio station under a different uh, provider for internet services. So we were able to reach a lot bigger crowds, uh, and we were able to reach globally uh, a lot of countries. So the music, and uh, if you're listening to the Brooklyn Mike Show, every Sunday... Uh, from 9 to 12, we do this Italian-American show, so dedicated to my parents, and to bring back the memories of the Italian families get-together in, um, in the home of an Italian home. On uh, the weekdays, we play the 60s, 70s, 80s classic rock, so if you're coming back, this radio station plays 24-7, but uh, we play all kinds of uh, uh, really good classic hits. And... Uh, on Sunday afternoon, we replay this show. So if you missed any part of our show, uh, the Ray Cingolini story here uh, this morning, come back at 5 o'clock, and this will play in its entirety again at 5 o'clock. So, and, uh, so we, we, we have a good time doing this, but come this June again, I would like to call the Finger Lakes time and say, hey, look, it's been a year since you wrote this article. Look what we have done and we've had Ray Cingolini here, and he has an incredible message, uh, and we'll get the newspaper to uh, possibly write another story. And uh, this time it has uh, the fact that we're going to do a podcast with uh, with you, Ray. That's a great paper there. Yeah. 
and they've been very instrumental in helping me with my message. Right. And um, uh, one thing, uh, Mike, that you're probably not aware of is your love for music. Um, it's not self-serving. Okay? No. Um, and I'm going to tell you, I have dementia, but I get so much help from old music. Right. Because that is a therapy for me to try to think back. What you were doing When at that, that music moment. was playing, and it really keeps, as the doc would say, the gears oiled right. up there, you know, the best they can. So I thank you for your great selection of music. Oh, we, we have a good time. And, and you know, Ray, the other night we were here, we were playing around with our uh, equipment here, and we played, you were spitting off names of, of songs, and... Uh, uh, and as you were spitting them off, I was playing them for you. Uh, and uh, and you, you knew exactly what you were doing at that moment, at that, that time in, in your life, uh, while that song was playing. And I could see the enjoyment you were getting, and I, I, I got more enjoyment watching you enjoy the music. And so, uh, so we, started, uh, we started playing that, and, and I, I started collecting a list of songs that you were spitting out. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to include those those songs in our regular programming so that more people could hear some of the songs that you've actually picked. Uh-huh. And th- there were some classics. We're talking about Doobie Brothers. We're talking about, uh, uh, let me see, let me pull up that list here. Uh, we were talking about, uh, well, Caramia and Evil Ways, Santana, Ray Stevens, The Coasters, uh, Three Dog Night, Lovin' Spoonful, uh, Johnny Rivers, um, Elvis, 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 Elvis Bishop, Elvin Bishop, uh, or I'm sorry, Elvis Presley, Elvin Bishop, uh, Shocking Blue, Johnny Rivers, and a ma- many, many others. Carly Simon. Carly Simon. That's right. Carly You're Simon. You're so vain. You're so vain. <laughs> and uh, uh, we got to make sure we include that one in the list. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this music that that you brought up the other night and uh, while we've been together and I'm going to grow our regular uh, scheduled programming and I'm going to include all of the songs that you've picked. So uh, some great classics out there. So uh, uh, I'd like to tell everyone, make sure you come back during the week and, and, uh, and listen to the tunes. We've got some great tunes during the week. Yeah. That's a uh, funny thing about, and I'm not, don't want my mind to wander here, but something very important. And the fact is, we never can predict a future. No. But, you know, meeting you has been a blessing. And it could only, it's not, again, it's not luck. I appreciate that. I pre- really appreciate it. And, and uh, I, I strongly believe that uh, people come together for a reason. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm a big believer of that. And, uh, and I and I I have been blessed as well too. And there's a lot of things that you have said during the time that we've met that just echoes in my head. And uh, and and there was a there was a big reason why we met. And I and I love you, man. Oh, I love you too. But you know what that reason is? It's called heart. Yeah, bringing You're good the big people. Heart, Mike. You know, I learned in my life that uh, uh, when when something is toxic in your life, get rid of it. Get rid of it. And or or them, whatever. Get rid of it or get rid of them, whatever it is. Yeah, and, and surround yourself with amazing people. There you go, strength. And JFK hit it right on the head, though. Right. Ask not, but he referred to country. 
Right. But people should refer to people that way. Ask not what you can do for you. Uh, ask not, how did he say it? Ask it's not, not what you can do for your country. But what you. Uh, uh, wait, it's not what your country can do for you. But what you can, can do, do for, for your, your country. country. Exactly. The same with a friend. Don't exactly. See what you can help them with. Never and you know, about you. it's amazing because one of the things that uh, I've experienced, and, and I've told you about some of my heartache and some of my uh, uh, things in life, my lessons in life, and one of the things that I've come about was a saying that I always say on this show. It is um, loyalty. Blood makes you related, but loyalty makes you family. You know? Oh, well said. <laughs> yeah. Blood makes you related, but loyalty makes you family. And uh, I think uh, very highly of that. And, uh, Ray, we're going to play some music, and then we're going to close it out. But had a great time with you oh, today. This, I, I hope we do it again. Oh, well. we can do it anytime you want. Well, thank you for We that. have to get a whole new set of equipment just mounted here. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> but we're going to do, uh, here's a song, Pretend You Don't See Her. By Jerry Vale. State vicina me, which means stay close to me. State vicina me by Jimmy Rosselli, a good Napolitan uh, singing uh, Italian American music. That's Jimmy Rosselli. Good friend of Frank Sinatra uh, was Jimmy. He lived uh, only five doors down from uh, Francis Albert Sinatra, and they were good friends growing up. Well, you know, there was. Uh, uh, Anthony Anastasi, Captain Anastasi over at the Maston Station 2, uh, they made breakfast this morning, and they actually sent me a picture of their breakfast. We're going to be putting that out on our Internet, on our Facebook page. Their frying pan's going with the potatoes and the, ha- the hash or whatever it's going on. Looks like uh, corned beef and potatoes and, uh, of course, the Brooklyn Mike Show cup mug right there with it, with the breakfast that they're having, the guys. I sent them some mugs with... Uh, with the Brooklyn Mike show and uh, another text from uh, my loved one, uh, uh, Lisa, uh, my, my, uh, who is very close to my heart. And uh, she said something uh, uh, that I should tell you, Ray, that uh, she wants to send her love uh, to you and Patty and that uh, she wished she could have been here today. And uh, uh, she loved listening and she said, you did a great job and uh, we love having you and uh, you're part of our family. And uh, with that said, Ray, I'm going to play another song by uh, Jimmy Rosselli called Anime Core, which means heart and soul. Uh, that was Cella Luna. Cella Luna. That's uh, a, a pretty popular Italian song. And, uh, you know, I, I told you that uh, I told you everyone out there that you're listening how quickly this four hours went uh, spent today. Uh, with the with the the Chingalinis and Ray and Patty and what a great time we had here today, so we're getting ready to close and uh, Ray, I, from from my heart to yours, I uh, want to thank you so much uh, for being on our show today and and uh, you were definitely uh, a hero of mine and a champion in my heart and there we go I hear those fighting bells again. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I wanted to say uh, say thank you so much uh, for being part of the show today. And uh, I love you dearly, and thank you so much. Oh, Mike, I should be thanking you. No, no. No, yes, sir. And, um, you know, this thing about dementia here. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of times your head doesn't work right. So I make it a big habit to speak from my heart. 
and I never, I can never go wrong with that. And my sentiments to you is, I'm just so fortunate for yeah. you to be a part of this. And you know, I, I it seems as though I've known you all my life. Same here, same here. We hit it off really well, and uh, a lot of similarities. And as far as the show going, it went so fast. It reminds me of winning and about. Right. It all goes fast. But I'll tell you what, if you're taking a beating, that's the slowest thing you're ever going to go through. It's like molasses <laughs> you, in the winter. You're absolutely right, and, I, and, that, and that was a great analogy too. I, I guess if I was in a ring and I was getting plummeted with punches, and, and, and those uh, three minutes would take forever. But uh, I'll tell you what, we, we didn't get plummeted. This was, uh, this was so natural. It was, uh, it was very good. I hope to uh, well continue the message if if we can do that. Absolutely, I think we're going to work on this project with the uh, podcast, and uh, you're welcome to be a part of the show anytime. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Ray. And thank and everyone for your time and support. And exactly, and uh, thank you for tuning in to the TBMS Radio uh, um, dot com, and uh, you know check out our website at uh, tbmsradio.com or Raching Laney, uh, uh, the second impact.com and, uh, some great messages and, and, uh, check out our websites because, uh, if we plan to do this, uh, move forward with this, uh, podcast that Ray and I were talking about that, uh, that would be the way to, 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 uh, keep in contact with, uh, when it's coming out and where they'll be located. Well, that was another show of uh, the Brooklyn Mike Show on TBMSRadio.com. I'm playing that great song, Cara Mia, again by Mondovani. Had a great time with uh, Ray Cingolini and Patty and Ray Jr. here at the Cingolini home with a beautiful view of Seneca Lake. We're on the east side of Seneca Lake having a... We had a great time, and, and this four hours went by so quickly. Again, we'd like to mention, please check out our websites at uh, secondimpact.com. Also, uh, tbmsradio.com. Get uh, Ray's book, The Second Impact, The Ray Cingolini Story. It's a great book. If you know anyone involved in sports or getting involved in sports, it's a great book to read prior to getting involved. Ray recommends getting involved with sports, but making sure you're, you know how to handle when you are injured and what to do. I'd like to thank everybody who tuned in to tbmsradio.com all the way in California, Delaware, Ted Quillini, our Ted Quillen, Geneva, New York, Florida, St. Petersburg, Canadagua, Buffalo, Medea, Pennsylvania, Romulus, Poughkeepsie, my brother in Brooklyn. How you doing, Charlie? I'll call you in a little bit. Had a great time with Ray Cingolini. And uh, all the people around the world, Italy, Egypt, and all the other countries that tuned in to the Brooklyn Mike Show this Sunday. Hope everyone's got their tomato sauce on the stove and the garlic cooking because remember we're going to make Sunday's family again 
Don't forget, also my old saying, blood makes you related, but loyalty makes you family. Got this beautiful song in the background, Cara Mia. And i uh, like to say hello again to Kara in Georgia, Ray's niece. She was named after the song. So make sure you tune in at 5 o'clock to listen to this show all over again. This is Brooklyn Mike saying ciao for now. Hi, 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 this is Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Hey, hey, this is Lady Gaga. Hi, this is Madonna. This is David Bowie. Transmitting your favorite hits across the globe on internet radio. Ladies and gentlemen. From, from the studios in Geneva, New York. We got a big broadcast to do here. The boy from Brooklyn. The, the, the godfather of Geneva. Hey, this is Justin Timberlake. And this is the, the Brooklyn Mike Show. Mike Show. Yeah. Download, download, download. Download the Brooklyn Mike Show app. Download it. Yeah. Download it for free. And tune in across the globe on internet radio. Every Sunday. All of your Italian American classic hits. Here we go. With go, DJ go. Brooklyn Mike on internet radio. What the hell is this? That's a sodium message. That means Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. This was enough time, Michael. Was enough time. You're my older brother, and I love you. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. So say good night to the bad guy. How's Paulie? Oh, Paulie won't see him no more. <laughs>